On today's job board, mass beers, hack attack, smoking meat, fun facts with Dan, and of course, course happenings. The views and opinions presented in this episode from the Jingweeds podcast are strictly those of Matt and Dan and do not reflect those of their respective clubs. The content of this podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's tee off. I'll get this thing going and what are we 57 57 57 i don't 57. know any number 57s hey everybody welcome to episode number 57 of from the jingweeds once again thank you for listening and uh it's a little bit cooler today so we moved it back outside popped the fan on through the tv on with the travelers in uh connecticut um a little piece of home i guess or close to once you're in any one of those states in New England, it's every one of them's home. So good to see that. Dan, what is going on? Not much, not but much. everything. Yeah, exactly. So busy. Life is not so much. Well, actually, no. Yeah. It's, it's it's cruising right along. It's kind of in cruise control, but the golf course is... Uh, I air-fied greens this week, so I had that going on. Uh, did you do anything? We'll get into that here in a second. You got anything special you want to cover for the golf course? I mean, or got- you want to... It was get into this week. beer thing right away and maybe people will run right to the fridge and grab one to drink with yeah. us uh so last week uh, i'm sure you all had some chuckles out of that the uh white claws was great first albatross <laughs> hand first hole in one and i swear to god the next day or two days later i went and grabbed another 12 of the number three yep. and uh those things are solid white claws when it's a million degrees out there's not much better right uh and then this time around Ice in the Yeti is the only way to eat to drink White Claws in my eyes, especially on the golf course. Yeah, especially yeah, you want them as cold as you can get. But uh, so said, you know, my buddy Jeremy, he had uh, wanted on the train of sending beers, and I appreciate that. So we went to the craft beer cellar in Belmont, Massachusetts. It's like a, a real bottle shop. I was just telling you that there's a difference between bottle shops and packies. Uh, the packy that we go to is, you know, stock full of beer totally disorganized but yet some it's organized chaos and then there's cigarettes chewing tobacco and scratch tickets yep. uh bottle shops no cigarettes no scratch tickets no rubbers you know <laughs> that's the difference cut class right so this place you can get online and uh you can order right from there but jeremy had hooked it up and they sent it out here uh, i got it last week but we had the white claws so they've been sitting in the fridge and one of the bottles or well, one of the cans had broken it looked like fucking ace ventura delivered the box when i picked it up <laughs> it was baking against the front door and the thing had a huge dent in it and i it was picked 118 it up, degrees that yeah, day and the box was bone dry bone dry <laughs> and uh, i got it in opened it up as soon as i opened it up all the uh, packing peanuts a handful of them there was just this big glob of stuck together i was like oh shit one of these definitely broke and got to and all it got was a little pinhole in it. Uh, I told Jeremy that, hey, it showed up, got one broken. He said, all right, I'll let him know. Uh, 
So he contacted them. She's like, hey, I'll hook it up. What beer was it? Told them what beer it was. And he says, hey, he's got a podcast, and uh, he's probably going to review these things and this and that. She goes, oh, great. I'll send them more, and they'll be all Boston beers. So another package, as I rolled in today, just showed up. Nice, gently gently set on the ground. Uh, It was only a minute after I heard the UPS guy ring the doorbell, so they didn't bake out in the front. And uh, there's six more of them in there. So she replaced it. Uh, I forget which one it is, but we are going to cover right now. This is, uh, in my eyes, probably because it's right down the street from my house back home or my mom's house. It's uh, Wachusa Brewery. This is the Wally. Um, it was this place is pretty awesome. And when I went back last time, you know, actually the last two times we went to their brewery, and uh, I remember going there when it was just a big giant warehouse, and they had like four beers, um, and the they'd have these brew fests out back they get local bands or whatever and it was just in this dirt parking lot now it's really nice and clean and on the can there you can see that little airstream little well that's line. inside the joint oh really yeah that's inside the joint uh so super cool atmosphere great beer uh if you're ever in Massachusetts, massachusetts or in fitchburg Gardner, hey lunenburg lemon stuff uh you're gonna see these things everywhere uh, they do not, as far as I know, sell anywhere outside of New England. Really? Yeah, I believe they're in a couple of, you know, they're at the ski resort, which yeah. is a Wachusett ski resort, and uh, which is basically a hill when it comes down to it. <laughs> uh, but it's pretty cool. Beer's great. It's called the Wally. Uh, that is after Wally. You know, mascot of Fenway Park. No, That's I had Wally. no idea. Oh, bullshit. Swear to God. Well, now you know. I'd say it's a good par. I think it's a good solid par. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a, a hazy, hazy, juicy I'm just New England IPA. Getting a little worn out with the hazies, but yeah. for a hazy, it's very good. But it's just like everything's hazy. There's 600 different hazies. It's I've almost gone back to just pale ales. Some of that yeah. has the hops, but it's not a seven percent, so I can have more than six and not be just hurt. And uh, they can't, they got to be really strong. I've had three sips and then just realized that two minutes ago I was cause, calling it Wachusett, Massachusetts. It's actually in the town of Westminster. So, it, <laughs> yes, it is the one right next door to where I grew up and completely blew that. But let's get into it. What's going on on the golf course? What are you got doing? I saw a nice little video on Instagram of you We're doing telling everything. the members. We so closed White Wing this week, Monday. Started, we airified greens Monday, Tuesday. Kept the Sandmaster going. We're probably through eight holes now in a week. That's not bad. That's pretty good. Our Dakota broke down the belt. So then I had nothing to to, feed it. Yeah, nothing to feed it to keep it going. So now every time it runs out, it's got to go back to the pile and back. So I'm losing probably 60. I'm probably working at a 60% production of that. 60% is not bad for having to drive that much because it doesn't hold that much sand, you know? No, it doesn't. And I thought for sure it would, we'd be doing half a hole a day, but we went through like one and a a par four and a par three, five and six. Yesterday, That is solid. And you're doing just fairways with that thing. Fairways approaches, fairways, fairways, traffic areas. Fairways and approaches. Okay. Uh, probably eventually, hopefully down the road, we get to traffic oh, yeah. areas and all oh, the shit, yeah. everything that you can possibly do. Uh, right now, and it's cool that next year you can start this thing even earlier, right. probably before right. transition. As soon as play starts slowing down, maybe a little bit. Hey, we got to at least get a hole done a day. You know, I don't know if they'll let me. 
The nice thing yeah, is they did they did let me do it because I had to rent a tractor because of COVID. Like the tractors are way backed up. Yep. And I need a big one, so I had to rent one. Hor- it's like they got like bike tires monster. on it. So it's a these, monster. It's a 120 horsepower tractor. Yeah. But it's got bike tires on. Oh, it. I know <laughs> it does. Yeah, it's remember those those mud bog and super swamp things yeah. that were on ESPN. That's exactly the tires. They're, but anyway, it's so we had to rent that. That's expensive, but. We started White Wing when it was open. No complaints. It's we we did one in eight. I'm trying to think, we did a couple holes last week on Quail. Oh, one in eleven, and yeah. that's already healed. You can't even see that we did it. Oh, nice. So it's a week and a half old, and that's healed. And then the other holes we did on White Wing, we did earlier this week, are starting to heal up already. Um, and then we got that rain. Mm-hmm. I got an eighth of an inch. You got way more. Finally, than that. yeah, I had almost just a hair under a tenth That's of an inch. Huge. Seventy-four degrees over there for most of the day. Oh, everything and greened up. Yeah, already. everything. Driving yeah. around today was like. That's the breath of fresh air we needed. And right? apparently I saw on the National Weather Service out here as everything is trending for next week to get a little bit more action. You see Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, no, not even 100, over 100 yeah. degrees. Yep. And it's, with partly cloudy. I know so I could, drug out the mountain bike on Wednesday yeah. after it rained <laughs> and fucking left the golf course. It was 72 degrees going down Shea. It's raining at this point, like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I can see the blue skies as I'm heading towards my house. And two streets over, there's just a, a straight line of the cloud cover, and it's just blue sky. I still rallied, and I got out there and then just – I mean, I'm glad I went, but it was – holy shit. It's 90-something, and the humidity – Humidity was fucking high. I mean, for us, you get 40 50%. It's like, Jesus Well, Christ. even that afternoon, it was like 84 degrees, yeah. so we went out with the neighbors to have a couple of beers, but it was sticky and nasty. Yeah. And then I had co-ed volleyball in the fucking <laughs> – in the court sit – down in the low bowl of the Indian Ben Wash yeah. and just standing there, just pouring sweat, not even playing yet. It was, uh, but for the grass, it's been awesome. It's uh, been I'll really what, good. Quail, my collars didn't transition great, so we'll be doing that just because the I think it's just the ryegrass is so hardy. We when we sprayed out fairways and around the collars, yep. those things didn't get dinged. Fairways were smoked, yep. so that overspray from obviously the fur. If we could bump that budget up to the entire golf course. Right, exactly. Yeah, you'd be dialed. Yep. But, that but then you'd finally, have really nothing. Last last week when it was 115, was that last week? Yep. That kicked the bucket. So those didn't transition great, but I'll tell you the rest of the golf course is right there. Nice. I'm 90, 90%. And yeah, there is, uh, greens I mean, take a complete turn there, you know, with the... They're probably 80% covered. Okay. Uh, but they're rolling good. Yeah. I just don't want to get aggressive with speeding them up because i want them to fill in first oh and we'll absolutely start yeah top dressing yeah. and then speed them up i told the head pro i think the members for all i've heard is are pretty happy we're surprised how fast they were the greens yeah even. i mean they're not they're slow compared to what they were right absolutely yep but i have this year has been the least amount and we've got some stuff to work on for sure the college for sure but yeah i saw other than that and then what do you got going on you're digging up some giant yeah, areas so in the fairways it, so on white wing there's just areas that we i've never been able to grow grass there number even the bermuda mm-hmm. struggles but for sure rye grass i don't even know if it germinates in those areas so this year finally we were digging all that we started digging that out and it was probably six or eight inches it's just black disgusting it smelled so bad oh. so we're digging all that out putting some good soil back adding some drainage and tying it into the fairway drain oh okay up. and so far so good like it's it's disgusting and you're just gonna go saw those areas yep okay saw it right over top 
and then uh, should be good. You ever thought of sprigging on top of that, or you don't think you have enough time to grow those in? No, I think we will. We're we're gonna do the range tea next month. Finally, next month we're gonna level my range tea. Oh, nice! Like if you're looking at a football from the side, that's what it looks like. Yeah. So that's all gonna get whacked down. Um, are are you just phrase mowing it? You know, you're not rebuilding the whole thing. You're just no. We're gonna. So if you're looking at the back of the range, you know my place. Yep. You can Google it, I guess, if you want. I've got that T line with a walk space behind it right next to the putting green, right? Yeah. We're going to shorten the putting green, extend those pavers all the way along the back of the T line to the steps that step up to the range, and then extend the T line. So the whole length of the range, and then that's all going to get knocked out. You know that front little area? Yeah, it's like a step down. It's a second level, but it's tiny. That's actually level with the back of the range. That's level. So all that whole thing goes out, a bunch of the walls going out, so well, that'll do a one percent. Is it just going to tie into the bottom of the range, so you don't have yeah, that low right. area that it all just everything tie it just in, sits use the material there. and all the material been taken out on white wing and quail? We're going to reshape the targets and maybe move a couple, uh, just because they're pit they're like pitched one way, they're right they're pitched back. Yep, just reform. Yeah, they're almost like mounds out there yeah. that you just decide to pick the most. I guess convenient yeah. direction or the best like, availability. It's a ninety degree angle, and like so the <laughs> yeah. the ball, the pickers just mm-hmm. you know what I mean, bouncing around. We go through pickers like yeah. we go through employees out there. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's that's kind of coming. So we'll shorten up the the putting green's just gonna have to shorten up probably by right. Yeah, feet. and your putting green, I mean, it is for both golf courses, but you got those couple other ones. That are out there yeah. as far as practice areas. You know, if people were leaving their house, they didn't have yeah. to get all the way back to right. the club. You know, so at least you get some action out there. So maybe they don't putt as much. But it's still, you got a good size putting green. Yeah. And then, so I guess the, the reason we talked about that is we're going to sprig that. Okay. So going back to, we'll just sod that just because I, I just want it to be done. Right, yeah. And we're going to open back up and just have that playable. Yeah, because if the range tee is going to be Growing in sprigs is a pain in the balls. Yeah, I, I mean, the amount of water cycle. you do, it's right. more. Yeah. You know, because it's 100 degrees and it all gets black, nasty. Then it's everything else around it is fucking soaking wet. I just felt from my experience at Highlands doing so many years of sod and then finally biting the bullet on the sprigs is, you know, you don't get that layer. Right. You know, in between wherever that sod was grown and your soils that you're dealing with. I don't care. You can clean it out. We'll do whatever you want. But that baby is grown in that stuff. And now you're going to shove it into this uh, new soil it just doesn't come back, and the sprigs always just came back so much better. Yeah, so did, much better. It did seem a lot of places like if you sit it, see if you saw it one year, you're gonna keep sawing it. Yeah, year. and you you can see it as you, you know you spray out, you know, or even just as it checks out by itself, you see oh what is that? Oh oh I can see the exact line we sawed mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. so but I mean it's also nice and easy to just lay the sod in a couple of days later. Yeah, it's nice fucking mowing, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, uh, yeah, we'll sprig it just obviously cost. It's like yeah. one-fifth the cost to, to do that and then sprig the targets. And I think it'll be nice, man, it, because that's the first thing. What you grass see. are you going to put on it? Do you know yet? 419. 419, every, yeah. the same as you have pretty yep. much everywhere. Yeah, just tie it in everywhere. Okay. Yeah, because we're going to end up putting out uh, that tiff tough oh, yeah. onto the tees and the bunkers and everywhere else. And I think just moving forward, we'll just kind of, you know, everything I'm hearing and seeing and – Looking at, it seems to be the right direction to go in. You know, it hasn't really lived on a golf course, as far as I know, for 10 years or whatever. You know, what's right. going to happen and, you know, what's got thatch build up over that? You know, how does it handle all that? Does it start coming underneath? 
disease pressures and things like that. So who knows, but we're going to do that and around on the tee boxes and then on, uh, obviously around the bunkers and everything. And I'll just take some, you know, if we have extras here and there, we'll just start shoving it places and see if we can get it to start crawling. Yeah. And then everything after that, we've just made the decision that we'll just start putting that grass out there, whether it's on the tee boxes or, you know, if we ever have to do other projects, which I don't really see. Everything's really good. I think at the golf course, I'm just airified greens this week. I did, uh, we were close for four days. So this year I, I usually do the, uh, quarter inch hollow tines and then, uh, five eighths tines opposite. So I get a big hole, big hole, small hole. Uh, this year I just said, screw it, put on five eighths. I had those Viper tines, which I would suggest it's no free ads, but, uh, look into them. I think the wear on them is much less because it has that little, uh, I guess it almost looks like a little shark face or fish face or fish mouth right. on it. Um, and the, uh, you know, the friction of them going in, in and out is supposedly much less the surface area. So it tends to wear much less, uh, and the plug doesn't get stuck inside the tine, which I see a lot, you know, and shit, we pulled off so much material, had the little box behind it, pulling it. And I was pulling on enough material that it was really working well. Whereas last year I had those little tines on there and it just wasn't enough material to create that little yeah. build up a wall. So the box would just bump over those oh. and it never created this catch of everything. You almost need that first row. You didn't vacuum them off? It's not fuck. No, my vacuums are fucking awful. Dude, I don't They're know why I was awful. ever so afraid to vacuum. I didn't even want to talk about it the yeah, first I time know. I did it. Like, yeah. People are going to think I'm an idiot. Yeah. Whoa. Plowing them off with, you know, six, seven guys with, you know, as many push shovels you get halfway across the green and they're just, the guys are gassed. I don't and you're like, why. I got, okay, 17 more of these I things to do. We had this like core collector and then, yep. uh, iron horse, it, it collected up a belt shot yep. in the back of a workman. You got to have a, so you have to have like one dude driving, one dude controlling the fucking thing. Yep. And then the dude in the back shovel. The yeah. Plus. Getting it out of the way. <laughs> it was, yeah, but I, the first effective. time I ever did it was all guys with push shovels, just pushing it yeah. across the green. Um, just fucking run the back right over it. Yeah, there's plenty of ways. I know they got the little box that goes behind the uh, Sand Pro. I've seen guys almost putting out like a piece of, uh, I don't know, it's plywood, plywood or it plexiglass. Yeah, it drags behind and the shit lands on top and then you lift up and it rolls off. I know. Just run the vac. Yeah, I'm I know. telling you. Get the vac and go. Yours is a nice, small, light one, you know, one unit, right? It drives itself. No, no, it's hooked up to a workman. Oh, it is hooked up? So okay. I guess people, if people are worried about the traffic traffic of the workman, but you just ran an air fire over the damn thing. Yeah, and you're going to be top dressing and, and everything else. And then you're going to roll it anyway. Uh, but Again, it goes back to the, is you getting less traffic out of three wheels or five? Like yeah. We are trying to outdo ourselves. And then, or know? is it, you know, would you do that on bent grass greens? Again, I don't know. The arena grass greens, yes. So. Yes. Yeah. And I don't takes, know why I was so scared to say it. We got the, I, was, I was like, nobody, if people are going to think I'm an idiot. Right. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, do you have the little uh, attachment that puts it into cornrows to windrows? Cornrows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cornrows like my do? <laughs> like Paul George's do? <laughs> It's fucking, that looks like shit. That would be like me trying to have a flat top. It's just a fucking shitty look. <laughs> you might have to cut that. <laughs> but anyways, so it puts it in the wind rows. I, I do have that. But, but you don't, don't use it? No. See, I would just think of maybe it would help it, pick no, them up a little bit easier. For it. 
Yeah, at you one know what I mean? shot. You want it, I got all you. the material spread out, and then we just take it and dump it in an area that's thin and spread it out. And yeah, we do that. So I had the box. So good thing is I got another new employee. Uh, his first day is we're gonna airify greens. Never worked on a golf course before. A little bit of landscaping. Yeah, hey, and test. I told him on Friday on Wednesday test. when I was Trial like, hey, fire. I was like, hey man. Uh, so your first day on Monday, it's going to be real weird. So just roll with me the first week, and then it'll all start happening, you know. So I had more dudes, so it was nice to have the, you know, box pulls everything in the end, those guys scoop it in. Then I had another two guys just taking those to the weak areas, you know. So it wasn't like, hey, did they dump over here? It was all kind of coordinated nice. I was out in front, uh, top dressing, top dressed them first, ran the air fire over. The little box helps drag the sand in a little bit. Left them alone. We did all 18 greens because I did the putting green, chipping green last Friday as a test run. Did 18 greens in eight and a half hours. There you go. Uh, yeah, which is, I have small greens, so two and a half acres. The nice I thing thought about was pretty damn good. Closed, yeah. It's just we do it over two days. Right. Get done with dinner. And, but I, I got other stuff going on where I have to mow and cut cups and rake Okay, so yeah. We got open I still course. had some mowing you, going yeah, on. But. Oh, yeah, you have the whole other golf so course. So it's like why – usually I'm used to aerification, all hands on deck, we're aerifying. Yeah. It takes everybody, right? Because yep. you got six dudes on the workman doing that. you got people with shovels and blowers and, and top dressing, yep. and then you got to fertilize usually that day because mm -hmm. it's probably closed. Yep. But that shit's all got to get done. Right. That day. Yeah, so – it's like I could take a whole week if I wanted. Right. And then i got four other weeks to grow it back in. Yeah, and i got four days to do it, so I'm still in hustle mode just to make sure that it's done the first two days in case i got to go back and touch up some areas with some sand. So after we're done that, we just leave it. Next morning, we show up, and it's uh, my granular organics out on there. Uh, then I go over it again, top dressing, heavy. And then I have the uh, talentines, which are like kind of a star or a cross tine rather than fully solid. Those are half inch on quad tines, uh, six inch, and went right over it again. Then I rolled it, and the roller by then, the sand is so dry they, as you're rolling, that's helped kind of kick that sand up right. and settles it down into the holes. Then once with the drag mat and uh, turn the water on. And next day I went out there with the brushes. And this is kind of my thought is to keep traffic down and then something a little bit more aggressive. So I got the brushes on the front of the greens mowers. We raise the height so it's not cutting anything. We just go over it as we were mowing. And that takes any of that thick sand anywhere, and it just starts kicking around, spreading around. But it, I mean, it kind of, it goes over it pretty aggressively. Mm -hmm. But then I don't have that tire track from the cart rolling around and around and around, yeah, right. and which those will stand out. And then today I mowed them, uh, and everything's filled in. They came out great. We were walking around. Gary came out to look at the project. Me and Jeff were walking across him. He's like, Jesus Christ, you beat the fuck out of these things. I was like, yeah, man, but feel them. He's like, I cannot believe how firm they are right now. So... Everything went great. Uh, today we mowed them. We opened back up today, and we were bailing hay off of them. Really? Bailing hay. I think that brush yesterday helped also to stand it up, you know, mm. even more. So, shit. And then that little bit, that rain obviously helped. That rain was huge. And obviously the airifying of it helped. Uh, we'll see here as it's going to cool down, supposedly get rain. Uh, possibly not this podcast. The next one, maybe I'm going to be like, dude, it looks like I overseeded with Triv. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> but uh, I think I was pretty well past the Triv state, but I thought I was three years ago when it all happened. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, project's going really good. They're done the backside. Um, 
bunkers and they're moving on to leveling tees. And uh, <laughs> I just passed on our next beer Hello, for governor. Dan. So let me hurry up and quick this. Uh, so we moved a couple of those things. Gary thinks it looks good. I think it looks good. Jeff's good. We're leveling the tees. Once they're done leveling the tees on the backside, we'll bring in the grass. We'll grass everything, uh, spray the bunkers, everything else. Then they'll move on to the front side. Um, so everything's cruising right along. Let's get a little rain. I'm really worried about that big, big push of a downpour and spitting everything out of the fucking deserts that I have or out of the I mean, a canyon. So yeah, everything right. that's been <laughs> locked up there for oh, a really? year and a half. You're in a canyon? Yeah. I, yeah, it's called, well, it used to be Fountain Hills Country Club. I mean, why didn't they call it Desert Canyon right off the bat? Yeah. It's on your uh, head cover. I thought it was, the original logo and everything, Fountain Hills Country Club. I thought it said Fountain Hills Golf Club. Mm. Sorry, I'm swallowing. Sonk. Sonk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is Fountain Hills Golf Club, wasn't it? Yeah, it is Fountain you Hills. You donkey. Golf Club. Maybe. Might be Country Club. I don't know. Let's check it out. Country Club. So we're on to our second beer. Uh, this is Mocky Mock beer. This is Dorchester. Well, it's not really Mocky Mock, but Dorchester Brewing Company. Dorchester Mass. It is Punch Bowl Sour. Mm hmm. Kettle Soured Ale. It's 4.9%. And it lives up to that name, my friend. Made with apricot, blood orange, mango, passion fruit, pineapple, and raspberry. Uh, I'm nervous. That name is spot on. But Dorchester? Mocky Mock's from there. Oh. Oh, that is sour. That is. That is a sour punch bowl. That is rough. <laughs> that is rough. That is sour. Yeah. I think this is a fucking Dan at Vistancia snap it off the tee dead right <laughs> into the Why fucking shit. Why would you? Twice. Gross. Why yeah. would you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Sours are Maybe so Maybe on ice. I don't it know. It almost tastes like a sangria. It's just... Sours are hard for me because I know like there's a big sour push, and I've had yeah. good sours, but I can only, I don't want to get drunk on sours. No, like two drinks of that thing and you're fucking fine. Yeah, right I back think, to the uh, fucking the Wachusa Wallies. Yeah, this is gonna be. I mean, it's got a lot of flavor. <laughs> you think it? It is a punch bowl sour. It, it, it tastes like a punch bowl. bowl, and it's sour as fuck. It's like sucking on a warhead, dude. I'm sorry, Dorchester Brewing Company, but I am not recommending this one. I can't wait to try some of your other stuff. It tastes like a warhead, doesn't it? <sighs> what are warheads? Those like Sour Patch Kids or some shit like that? Like those super sour candy? Oh. Like they're hard candy? Was it a fizz head too? <clears throat> oh, yeah, fizz head. Yeah, those, those are things money. are good. I was a Pop Rocks kid. I was before <clears throat> the fizz heads. I don't know, man. Sour is fine. If you like sours, I If don't you know. like sours, I'd so, love I to can't see what you think of it, but it's... It's sour as fuck. If they're supposed to be sour, it's sour. <laughs> yeah. Fucking it's in the name. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> they didn't call it punch punch bowl sweet for a reason jesus yikes i'm not sure i'm gonna be able to finish that <laughs> i was thinking the same thing mm -hmm. i just plug my nose and rip it down yeah, but it leaves a but film i think your gut will kill you after this it leaves a film on your tongue it mm -hmm. actually says on the can you can only drink one your gut will kill you <laughs> right here it does <laughs> it should <laughs> no it does not if you like sours i don't know i shouldn't i shouldn't rate sours mm-mm Probably shouldn't rate any beer, but it. I don't know. 
We gave a fucking albatross and a hole in one to White Claws. I think we're totally certified. It was a to, timing thing. To uh, yeah, true. Oh, absolutely, it absolutely. But I still I drink a thousand of those oh, before yeah. I drink a thousand of any one of the beers that we've had. Maybe other than the I don't know. Modern times is way up there. there Swami is way up there. There was one we had like at the very beginning. It's in the green can the we pure. got over there. I think it's pure. Pure or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it's that like, was the it's like 24 bucks for, for a, yeah, for a yeah. four pack. Oh, dude, those are fucking 1799 and they are very good. Yeah. They had um we had another sh- one of theirs. It's in a the blue topa, can. Topas. Topa Topa's a really good one. Shit, we've had some really good beers. We haven't had too many fucking real well, cuz we're drinking $18 four packs. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, they be better be good. I wonder what this is. I, I'll never forget brewery. the that smoothie one. That's my favorite one. I waited for you. <laughs> You're fucking. I, said, I remember. Could, oh, the namaste I, I had, sorbet. I had drank that and waited for your reaction, and it would not come. And then finally, you didn't. <laughs> you go, holy shit! That is a double bogey. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And that was the first Dan Cutler snap. Fucking left or snap right into the shit. Two balls in a double row. Double bogey max. No, I think this I talked is, you into that one though. For a morning beer. Breakfast I think I legs. need to roll it. You got to roll it because it tells yes. you directions. Yes. You got to roll it to get the schmutz off the bottom yeah. of it, and then maybe, maybe for breakfast with a nice burrito. Well, eggs just a pre-round fucking namaste. I'm telling yeah. you, there's a reason it's called namaste. Yeah, I know. Usa. This put you ready. Yeah, get you ready for the big round. Drain the brain, right? Yeah. Uh, playing any golf lately? Uh, only the hack attack. If yeah, I'm the only golf. time that we right. played was last was a week ago. Uh, at Hack Attack, oh, we got uh, place this morning. we got Camelback coming up this week. Uh, probably by the time you listen to this, it'll be. Uh, well, I should listen to it Monday morning. We'll be playing golf at noon. Oh yeah, you should probably. Yeah. So uh, that'll hopefully we'll get a good one, good centrally located spot. Uh, yeah. Well, good one, and I mean like the same thirty-five guys or the same number of thirty to forty guys. Um, I'm looking forward to the weather. Should Aviante. be pretty good. Oh, Aviante, you have not played. No, it, right? I have not played it. Uh, I really, really like it. It is nothing like um, a lot of the golf courses out here for that. It's a link-style golf course. They put in some native areas. Uh, I questioned it. Um, I know a lot of people did, too. You know, native Arizona. You can plant things that are called native, and then you watch native come into here. You know, it's. I mean, Thistle will take over fucking a ton of shit. And then uh, you got to brush hog it. But, man, when it's in that mid-season, it's really cool because it's link style and you yeah. get the long, wispy stuff and really the weeds haven't really taken over. But, the, you know, I know they got the brush hog down there because they got to go right over. Like, volunteer mesquite trees will grow in a fucking weekend. So, you know, to be in, like, an inch in diameter trunk <laughs> and it's three feet tall. That thing's like, Jesus Christ. Right up there on the, the, and the Indian Reservation up there. McDowell. Mm-hmm. So you take McDowell Road and then you take a left on Forest to get to my place from yep. yours. Yep. So that used to be open. When COVID started, they closed it. There's mm-hmm. a freaking six foot palo growing out of the grates right there. <laughs> it's been closed for what, a year and a half? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Last March. Yeah, I know Dude, exactly what you're talking about, where the beehive right boxes the, are. Yeah. The cattle grate. It's growing mad. It's like uh That's fucking can nuts. We get the guy over to trim this up. It's still closed. That is crazy. And it is, like you said, it is 
three inches diameter the trunk i bet easy yeah. four inches and it's yeah. six to seven feet tall that yeah. fucker's big yeah i know exactly which one you're talking about right by where they sell the rock shrimp and you, yeah, yeah exactly and rocky uh, point what uh, some other oh the, that and the alaskan uh fish they sell some shit uh, <laughs> It's like Jesus Christ! You're going from Alaska to halibut the, or some fresh yeah, halibut. Fresh halibut, Alaskan yeah, you're in halibut. The middle of Rio Verde, yeah, Arizona, and, and it came in from a, Alaska in a VW from. minibus. Yeah. <laughs> you got fresh shrimp on like a very slow corner. Yeah, that you, you just defrosted like from Costco. The shit. I know. Not when Costco sells decent, you know, fish at it, salmon. You today's episode is brought to you by Par West. Turf services. Visit parwest.com for all your golf course and home course needs from the Keystone Drag Mats to Viper Nose Quad Tines. Be sure to check out the app for all the up to date products. Par West Turf Services. Use promo code Jingweeds for free shipping on orders over $250. How's the smoker going? Dude, did we talk about the brisket? No. Oh my God. So I, I got up at midnight, fire that fucking thing on. And I get up like every hour to spritz it. And this is my first one. I don't know. We're having. Let's see. Every hour. I think I woke up and spritzed it. And then. Probably 930 in the morning. It gets to 160 degrees. And just stops. And I knew there was like a. Stall, yeah. A stall point. Stall yep. For like four hours, Matt. Oh, Jesus. And it's not moving. So I read up. You do the Texas crutch. Right? Like, yeah. I'm not going to sit here. My pellets are... I only bought one bag of oak, thinking oh, that was going to be yeah. enough. And so then my pellets are running... Not... I'm like, running out. Might, yeah, but, but you're it, like... I was, I'm reading shit. It's like, yeah, you just got to wait it out. It could be 10 hours. I'm like, 10 hours? I put this on at midnight last night. I'm not going to be yeah. up another night. Exactly. It was up all night. Texas crutch. Get it out of it. It goes up to 190. I'm like, okay. Or 188. Stalls yeah. again. And I finally, I was just fucking ripped the foil off. And just fired it to 300 degrees. And then after an hour, kind of, we went up to 201 and I just foiled it and put it in the, in the cooler. Yeah. How long did you leave it to rest? An uh, hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah. And then I can't even tell you if it was good or not because I was just so exhausted from the whole thing and stressed and pissed that I just like sliced it and had my, I made a Z-Man sandwich, which I think maybe we've talked about before. I ate it and it was just like. Yuck. And everybody else was like, this is great. It's so good. Yeah, and yeah, yeah I, I'm the same way. I've been through three of them. Uh, each one has progressively gotten better. So I think I'm on the right path. Uh, but I have the same problem. There's a stall. And then, I mean, there's juice everywhere. I got it riding in the juice. And yeah. I don't have it riding in the juice. I got it in paper. I got it in foil. I'm all over the fucking map. And then I cut into it and it's like, all right, the point is really good, so obviously, I, because it's super fatty. Oh, I sent the a picture f- to Andy, and he's like, you're going to make burnt ends. I'm like, fuck, I don't even, yes. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going right. to. I didn't know what the fuck, how you make burnt ends. So I did that. Once it got to 190, I cut off the point. Right, yep. And made burnt ends, which were fucking, that was the best part. Yeah, anyway. I did that the first time that I made one, and the next time I was like, that was the best part. I'm just going to leave that on there, and I want slices of that. Yeah. And uh, the last two, yeah, the point's great. The flat, dry as shit. Just dry as shit. It was like, is brisket even good? <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> no. joking. After yeah. I got done, I was like, I don't even know if brisket's good because I can do a steak in an hour and 15 minutes. It's fucking and unreal. It's awesome. Yeah. I just yeah. dedicated a whole two days and I don't even remember what it tasted yeah, like. Yeah, it's, but it's part of that stuff that I really I, like about it. I will it. say I enjoyed it. 
enjoyed the whole process. The whole whole process, I I absolutely loved. Every hour I got up in the middle of the night, I was fucking fine because I was like, I'm really doing it. You're the fucking man. You know what I mean? We're going to feed an army tomorrow. We got a fucking 14-pound brisket Mm. on here. And then it's like, then you get to the end. And then you eat it, you don't even really remember it. Fuck, yeah. Fuck. Um, Did you have leftovers? Uh, Just like the fatty part on the plate. Oh, okay. I mean, feeding, well, you had your neighbors too, right? Didn't they come over? Yeah. So when we did ours, we had only four people that one time, the last time I did it. So we had a decent amount left over, man. I almost want to cook it to make it cold, thinly sliced yeah. sandwiches. It was so much better because your expectation, okay, it's damn near roast beef right. at this point, right? It's, you don't yeah. expect the juiciness. Put some horseradish on that and onto a fucking grinder bun. Oh, solid. I wish I had. I didn't it's like cooking mac and cheese. I used to make mac and cheese, you know, out of the box, that Kraft macaroni yeah. and cheese shit. Make it and immediately put it in the fridge and like that's for tomorrow. Really? Because I liked it better cold than I ever did hot. Dude, I'm, I'm, I am addicted to it. The other night, my wife wanted to make these, like, personal pizzas on, like, non-bread because yep. the kids will eat it. I'm like, I'll fire that bad boy in the grill. Yeah. <laughs> and I just cranked it up. I was like, fuck, why turn the oven on? Mm-hmm. It's 117 degrees outside. Absolutely. I'll yep. just go turn on the fucking Traeger or, you know, the yep. Green Mountain Grill, fire those things. They're great. Crispy. Yeah, we did brats the other night. Snap. I mean, so yeah. good. Yeah. So good. Well, I had uh, two Italian sausages. This was so I had two Italian sausages and a couple brats, and saved the Italian sausages. And then we made pasta the next night and mixed that and the sauce. So oh, they okay. were smoked little wedgies in there. Oh, oh yeah, that shit was good. And they were spicy too. Next up is gonna be a pork shoulder. I think I'm gonna make carnitas. Have you done it? Oh no, no, I haven't done pork at all on this. Oh well, except for the pork ribs. I did ribs, pork yeah. ribs. Yeah. I think I wanted. I'm, I don't know if this weekend I'll have time, but. I want to do a pork, like a four-pound pork shoulder, and then I've got them all marinated. Like the chef at work gave me some shit to fucking mix with pineapple juice and Mexican Coke, and then I'll oh, marinate nice. that, and then smoke it for whatever, and see if you know make it pull apart. Kind of, I don't want the wife to get tired of the the just smoked meats mm-hmm. all the time. You know, a little something else where I can still use the smoke. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, that was good to chuck the pizzas in there. Yeah. I heard the, uh, and I know I've mentioned it before. Uh, Copenhagen says take the biscuits. Yeah. You know, the things that are in the can, you break those things open. He goes, and you just use that dough and make little tiny personal ones, especially with the kids. You can, hey, guys, doll these things up. And, yeah. you, I mean, you could eat, like, seven of them, and right. they're eating two of them, so they get a little arts and crafts, and then a fucking. That's the best. And you get them involved, and they'll eat. Some nights, like, yeah. what you fucking eat, man? I know. <laughs> yeah. They, they yeah when involved. I went over there, and you guys no, made. vegetables. Your boy, you made your boys hot dogs, and Vincent was like, Dad? This is the best investment you ever made. <laughs> that was fucking great. <laughs> that was, you know that was great. It's crazy. He is a pain in the ass eater. And now anything that comes out that grill, he'll at least try. It's because there's a process. Yeah. He li- I bet he likes that process oh, yeah. as much as you do. Or at least he does. it's the time you and you and him hanging out. Like we're when going I to start it, he's out there. We're yeah. checking it. He's out there. Can yeah. I spritz the meat? That'd be great. You're like, hey. We gotta go get the brisket yeah, every yeah. hour. The yeah. poor fucking kids. Hey, buddy. Yeah, you gotta wake up. Yeah. Get up. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's time. Exactly. It's two a.m. I slept we on the just couch. Got up. I slept on the couch. That's awesome. What'd well, you do? Play fucking Call of Duty all night? No, long? I went Stay to awake? like went to bed at ten thirty. Got up at midnight. Put it on, and then every hour after that, I just go and fall back asleep for forty five minutes, and then nice. It's like having a newborn. 
Oh, you're a seasoned <laughs> veteran. <laughs> and then the biscuit's gone in the weekend. <laughs> what a perfect the kid. Biscuit doesn't yeah. keep coming. Those are the kids I like having. <laughs> <laughs> have them for the weekend, then they go away. <laughs> and you don't have to pay child support for it. Uh, anything else going on the Is golf it, course? What's the plan for the rest of the time? Uh, oh, sand, sand, sand. Sand, sand, sand. You sand get, master. And you got uh, greens are aerified on white wing. Yep, we covered that's that. Done. So that's finished. We're going to sand and then – so we use the sand master, whatever. Like let's say, you know, I bought enough sand for a half an inch per golf yeah. course. So we put the – use the sand master in one direction and then whatever's left over, I'll be in a top dress, and then I'm going to pull cores and drag all that in. Yeah. And nice. No call it a day. Uh, Martin did a video. I forgot to tell you this. He did a video. He came out uh, both those days and did every little process uh, and and put it all together. It's gonna. He's gonna put that thing out on the website and on Instagram. And then he's gonna tag us in it, logo Sweet. and everything. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be able to see that whole entire process, which will be really cool. And what I want is, out of it all is, you know, we dumbed it down obviously as far as what we did and, but. Uh, Things that jumped out at me after, like, writing him the process was uh, 140 tons of sand over my greens. Yeah. It's a fucking ton, a thousand square feet. Yeah. That's a shitload of sand. That's a shitload of sand. But, you know, the old push-up greens and... I don't know. They just keep getting better, keep getting better. So that's that's one of those programs we talk about it all the time. Is you're always thinking, thinking, thinking. How can I do something maybe more efficiently, more better, more better? Way to go, you fucking asshole. Uh, better than last year. You know, more better than last year. Uh, you know, in a lot of its efficiency, cost wise. You know, but if you want to spend the extra couple bucks, is the bang for the buck the best? Uh, and we're showing that part is because. I'll tell you right now, when I showed the owner the first year of that much sand for just the greens, then I'm going to go out and spend another 40 on the fairways yeah. sand. Um, now the results, two, three years later, are like, okay, this that's, is completely paying That's off. where you need the commitment. Yeah. You know, everybody's got to be on board. And I, we, When we were talking about the top dressing program at my club, we were going to start. And it's like, I was like, I'm not going to do this if we're going to stop in two years. Right. I, I will. Right. But... I don't recommend doing it because we're wasting our money mm -hmm. and we have to commit to it. So if one year we have a bad transition, give it, you got to give it five, six. Right. And that's what I want to preach about the Sandmaster. It's like this year isn't going to be the one and right. maybe not next year, but progressively we're going to get better until we have 10 directions. In yeah. The fairway, yeah. You know, and we've built up that layer of sand and that might take five years. It might take three. Yeah. It might take 10, but if you ever stop, you're going to go backwards. Mm -hmm. Like the first year that I started at the canyon our first equipment package i bought the giant kubota and the uh what is it the mh400 or the md400 that big fucking tie crop toro yeah. thing mm -hmm. you know top dress of the fairway it sat for four years i did one hole sorry two holes the first year and then i did this i did number 10 again the second year and then it did nothing because of the cost of sand and it was finally like hey I have a giant tractor and a top dresser that they have, I don't know, 12 hours on, 14 yeah. hours, Jesus. you know, and it's like you spend $100,000. If not, let's get rid of it. But I'll tell you right now, you're going to lose your shirt on selling this yeah. because it's quote unquote used and there'll be people lined up to buy it. I promise you that we'll get rid of it tomorrow. And then it was like, okay. We had a good year. Let's do it. And that one year was just enough. And then the second and third, I mean, this is year 
five that I'll be on this program. And I think now I'm using, I'll be using less sand. You know, and now it's on to the maintenance. I yep. buried my areas, you know, just kind of go over it, which is nice for my fucking tractor ass because I'll start that next week. We'll do 10 and 11 starting right off the bat. I'll go out there with the Aerovator. Uh, Javier, my assistant, I already told him, I said, just go get on it, and then I'm going to follow you. And we're going to kind of do the two holes, and I'll be legitimately sick of it, and I'll have to go spray something or whatever it is, but it's a nice, okay, break. And then the golfers don't continuously run into yeah. now a whole place buried in sand. There's construction, there's all this other stuff. So I'm trying to be cool with it, but then there's also a part that I wish that we could close for two days. Especially with this, I think we're learning, but now it's too late, is it would have been a great idea to close the golf course two to three days a week and then catch Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or even maybe whatever it is, close Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, because Sunday is a yeah. iffy day other than, you know, the U.S. Open, you know, because the U.S. Open was there, the Father's Day, and then Sundays are, in our area, it's a church day. You know, and Definitely. then by the time they and get out of church, wide open till like 11. yeah. And then, but now the heat's here. So the church day is fucking by the time they get out of there, they walk outside to their car after, you know, Jesus yeah. time. It's fucking Jesus time. It's hot. <laughs> you can go golfing today. Yeah. So maybe that's hopefully in the works. We had talked about it, bouncing around. We'll see what's going on there, but that'd be nice just to have a day. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think uh, we'll keep that all that going. Rain, let's pray for it. And I think uh, Dan's got some fun facts. We got a fun facts with Dan. And this fun one, facts with Dan. This one's I, it's a little personal. Great. Have you ever heard of the James Webb Space Telescope? So I already know about yes. this. Yep. So have I told you've, you about this? Only because you've told me about it. Before we start this, you want to crush one more yes, of these bad boys? Yes, yes, but I can't wait. All right. I don't know how much I've told you or if you uh, watched the video I told you. To, no, right, I never I watched even, it. All right. This one I'm worried a, a little bit about. Because uh, it seems gimmicky for the Boston thing. Uh, there had to be a fight over the name of this. The Wahlberg Ale? No, it's the shipping out of Boston. <laughs> By the Jack's Abbey craft loggers. Uh, that I, as soon as I opened it up. And I know it's going to be rough for me just because I see that it's an amber lager. Yeah. Uh, this screams... Malty. Malty, yeah, it's it's uh for here for Arizona people, it's kilt lifter. Okay. It's, you know, uh yeah. that's what I'm gonna or uh Red Hook yeah. is an amber I lager, yeah. I believe. Uh Red Dog. <laughs> that I'm shit. Not, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a, I mean so we might be, amber. This might not be a good day for me. Well, if this'll cleanse the Wally was great. Dude, it's gonna I've make got, Wally look great. Dude, I've got a film of sour over my tongue an inch thick from the sour. <laughs> It's gonna. It's is this it is a no. It's a two to three sipper. Let's clear it. Let's get engage. Again. I gotta get the the sour film off my tongue. Mm -hmm. You gotta scrape. It. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like drinking orange juice after fucking brushing your teeth. I can't get that sour off my tongue. Right. All right. I'm gonna give it a real go. The can's cool. It's fine. 5.3%. That's a par for me. It's fine. Amber Lager. For me being not an Amber Lager fan, uh, and the name is kind of eh, just because I think it's kind of gimmicky. Uh, where are we brewed in? What city? Framingham. Framingham, Mass. Shipping out of Boston. 
That was fine to me. I'm not a huge I'd hamburger guy, a, but I could drink that. Yeah, it's a bogey. That's a it's par a for me. Uh, <laughs> Dorchester Brewing Company. We've had a rough two holes. Okay, let's just say that. I just, I, I don't, I am, it's not fair of me to yes. judge I'm, that I'm because hey, I am like, who I, I drink am a sour and I like once I and like. I was talking to my buddy who who likes sours and he's like, it was just okay. And I was like, oh, I kind of enjoyed it. So I don't, like, there's a sour guys yeah. that would be way better fit. Like, that's exactly what you need in a sour. So that's not fair for me to judge. It is very sour. Yeah, there's a brewery very, out here that is heavy into the sours. Yeah. And it's funny when you talk to people, it's like, hey, do you ever been there? Yeah, I've been there. I don't really like it. Food's great. Uh, but then it's, oh, I love it. Yeah, but I don't like sours. Oh, I love sours. Yeah. Okay. And then, another thing and for sours, shit, I can't drink place. enough to get drunk. It's like, I'll drink one and it tastes good. Like uh, Dogfish Ale has the sequench and it's, yeah. it's fine for like one or two. And then I just need the hops back. Right. You know? I don't know. It's, we'll get through it. But let's get with fun facts. All right. James Webb Space Telescope. So I've got a buddy of mine who works on this thing. He's been working on it. I think he graduated college in 2000. One, let's say you've been working on it since then. It's been in production since 1996. It is still not in outer space. It's gonna replace the Hubble Space the Hubble Space Telescope. Okay. This fucking thing. I don't even know how to wrap my head around it. I've seen it in real life. It blew my mind. Oh, you've seen it in real life? Yeah, my buddy took me to. So how big is this thing? Fucking huge. Like huge blimp football field? No, 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 no. Probably like Gillette Stadium. The solar shield is the size of a tennis court, probably. So oh, that's okay. What he, All right. Yeah. So my buddy's the deputy sun sun shield manager. So he he works on the sun shield. I think he's got like 130 people that work for him. Thing's been going on since not, in production or idea since 1996. It's gonna it's three see, years after I graduated high school. So it's like some. I don't. I'm not even. I suggest you go online and watch some videos about it because it's going to explain this thing way more. And yeah. one awesome video is I think it's what's taking the James Webb Space Telescope too long or so long. And it's like 12 minutes long. That's where you get a ton of information that will blow your mind. And the scientists are working on it. It's, don't even understand what the fuck they're talking about. It's going to see. So it sees infrared light like out from billions of years ago from like the big so i guess it's i always thought it was going to witness the big bang or light from the big bang but like it's only a couple hundred million years after the big bang so they're going to see like the beginning of a this couple whole hundred, only a couple hundred million years we, after yeah. the big bang right and what was the big bang again because i don't even understand space this, no i know right. yeah from what so it's going to see that then it's going to yeah. it can see like some planets and if they have a certain ozones and shit like the thing is, I don't even understand it, but like the technology that goes into it. Let me just tell you some of the shit that's on it. So the mirrors are like these hexagonal segments that all fit together. And uh, it folds up. And then part of it, like each each one of these panels can each move. So I guess there was problems when the Hubble went out in space. I guess yeah. it was a big deal that it wasn't focused right. So they had to send astronauts out there yeah. to refocus. Well, when this thing goes into space. fucking amazing. When this thing goes in outer hey, space, you two assholes, get yeah. up there and dial that thing right. in. I guess that was a big deal. I don't remember. When this thing goes outer space, that's it. Like it's not getting recovered. If it malfunctions, it's done. <laughs> right? <clears throat> and I, my buddy was telling me, I think there's hundred, there's over a hundred something. I want to say 170 or 158 or some explosions that happen to happen on this thing for it to unfold. And if one of those mal- malfunctions, the whole thing's a wash. <laughs> done. 
just floating junk. Holy shit. Yeah, so so I guess it's already completed. Now they're doing all these testing phases. And he's saying, like, they put it on, like, they shake it, and, they, and then they open it, and they do this, just because from, like, the rocket, like, yeah. you shake it enough. Yeah, imagine that sure. machine. Yeah. Like, I got to simulate a rocket. Yep, and all that shit. So they do this. Like, they're simulating all this stuff. Um, so those mirrors all, like move independently to so if the focus is out they can refocus so those these things are like each hexagonal plate is made out of beryllium because it's super light because they couldn't have like a heavy metal because it's going to be so heavy to get in space it takes like months i guess to polish these things and then after that it's not even like polished enough they put it in a vacuum and then they put a like a golf ball size piece of gold and then vaporize that and then it condensates to the to these plates. So if you look at a picture of this thing, it's like these shiny gold plated things. Yeah. There's only covered by a golf ball size. And who thinks of vaporizing gold to condensate to? It's a metal. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. That's just like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. This thing. He, my buddy's working on the sun shield. Like that thing opens up. It's like five different membranes and uh, they're like thinner than a piece of hair. So I don't understand that. And then on one side, it's going to be like a hundred degrees Celsius where it's at. On the other side, minus 220 degrees Celsius. Because, like, the, the components on the thing have to run at, like, that temperature. Holy so somehow, shit. this shield on these membranes that are thinner than a piece of hair are reducing that much heat. Wow. Yeah, I don't even understand that. That no. sounds... I say wow because I have nothing else to say. It's, it is banana lands. Let me see what else. What's this thing cost? I think it's over a billion dollars. Oh, it's got to be over a billion dollars. Yeah. Fuck, fighter jets are damn near that. I think the original, I don't want to misspeak, so you sh- if if it blows your mind like it did mine, like go check it out. And so I'll- the fun fact from Dan this week is go watch. There's also, it's going to be in orbit at some point in space that on the other side of the moon called a Lagrange point. It's, like I'm going to sound like an idiot. People are going to be like, oh, what a dummy. You don't know what that yeah. is. Well, there's Lagrange no point two on the other side of the moon that somehow is like if you put this thing there, it'll just rotate. So it'll use the moon to block the sun, and then it just rotates on the other side of the moon. So when it orbits, just like that, <laughs> on some point out in space. It's some dude, Lagrange, figured out that there's these points that do that out there, which I don't fucking know how you triangulate that either. No idea. It's fucking... Dude, can you imagine thinking on that level? Great-grandfather times 10 built the fucking Great Pyramid. That's who that guy is. This thing should like, be called the Those Lagrange. dudes think... Or, women and men think on a completely another level oh yeah absolutely i'm trying to just figure out how to grow grass yeah they're capturing light from the beginning of time that is fucking anyway, wild. extremely fascinating sorry if that was boring to you and you're not into it but yeah that's it, a that's a tough shit factor if it was boring go check it out and it looks awesome i definitely am gonna have to go check this thing out uh you want to wrap this bad boy yeah. up here on a friday let's afternoon uh let's call out one person uh this is I'm going to call him out. It's the pigeon rigs from Barstool. He's out here somewhere. Uh, I don't care if I'm on his podcast. I don't care if I'm on there on ours. I want to teach him. I just want to get there with a lesson. He has a huge audience. Yeah. I'm really, really sick of him the way he Bashing treats golf, golf courses. courses, bashes golf courses. Um, his rating system is great. Whatever. He goes and plays when he's got a platform. That's fucking awesome. I'm not getting into that. It's the... Idea that we apparently let golf courses go in the summertime. I just want to, hey, man, if you're going to get out there and talk about this, this is what's going on. You know, it's like playing anywhere in the, like I say, New England in like February after 
a lot of snow in November and December. Like, it's oh, it's all muddy there and it's fucking won't dry out. Yeah, no shit. You know, it's like, it's it's just a, it's the wrong message being sent. Oh, it is. And it, I can't believe, I can't imagine those clubs because I saw the one here in town recently like are like yeah do it like talk about how the bars look like prison and you can wear jeans like yeah what are you doing and that's kind of where that was one like, of them then he was out there in california yeah. and he was like this place sucks Worst golf course I've ever and then seen he fucking hits out of the bunker and doesn't even fucking rake the bunker in the bunker oh the rake is like six feet in front of him uh that's bullshit and obviously we're biased towards it so and he can say whatever the fuck he wants and do whatever he wants because he's making millions of dollars doing whatever he is and i watch every one of them because yeah, i'm into golf you almost you want to treat that like hey support our industry man. right we got to grow it and it yep. just don't come out and bash my shit and like, no fuck, one man. and it'd be really nice to teach someone that that's like that that has that platform of really what's going on you know what our struggles are and then go yeah. do that at the place in kansas go do that when you travel yeah. to florida Guess go what? my do water that. budget is you're behind the greens things frankie are fucking awesome and shines a huge light come and do my place it's a little bit different. Right. And we don't have 700 dudes well, volunteering also, and everything thing. in the Golfers five, watch it. Right. And then they see, like, what do you mean you didn't? This You got a wet spot. You got 150 Five dudes years back in of that preparation shop. at Torrey yeah. Pines because they know that, you know, yeah. of the oh, USGA yeah. coming in. Like four years prior, a USGA guy like has an office at your yeah. place. Riggs, the place that you said fucking sucked. People are great, but it's it was awful in California. Go do behind the greens there. Go watch that dude grind and stay there all day sun up to sundown or whatever it is and listen listen to him talk about the bullshit that he has to deal with listen to his phone calls in the morning of dudes calling out or wishing that you had a guy calling out it might just be him to do that right might be the parks and rec guy that just has a mower so and three it moves sprinkler heads around so yeah rigs go fuck yourself and uh the other one too is jordan spieth he's at tory pines what in the world was that other than if he's the only thing I can think is he's roughing it up because, like, maybe he hits in a bad light. I don't believe that, but if that's the only excuse, it'd be like, not even okay. There's a video of Mike right after his caddy doing the exact same thing in the exact same spot, clearing more air area out. Why? I have no How, idea. No, why does anybody in the broadcast be like, what? This is not acceptable. Like, if you're at the fucking Muni tomorrow, don't fucking beat up the driving range, team. right? Yeah, it's uh, that's just a bad look. And again, I'll say this forever, but it's what the podcast is. We're on that side of it. You know, that's more work. That's killing it for the next, especially in Muni. Yeah, you know, Muni course. Fine, Tory you want to go do that? And hey, Mr. Tory Johnson, Pines Muni. <laughs> right? I know that's what I'm saying. Is you know, Mr. Johnson wants to go do that at the private clubs up here in North Scottsdale, and he wants to pay for you a can new be piece shown of salt. the door. Yeah, you do that on the range at any of these up these places up north. Uh, sorry, you're fucking gone. Gonzo, yeah. So to Jordan Spieth, I say f you. I won't be so mean to you because I still kind of like you. I just that's probably why I'm even pissed because I like that dude. I don't. I just, I want an explanation. I yeah. just need to know why. Yeah. Because oh, hey, that man, bad. Because if it Tory, was, if it was, I want to hit out of bad lies, dude. You already took your bad. You know your shots. Thing, every pro up there would have been doing it. Right. Exactly. That's what I mean. And also is you already hit a million divots out yeah, of really right. practicing. Just lay it in there. Right. I you mean, know. have you seen a, a driving range tee after the pros have left? He probably. Oh, yeah. It's destroyed. Yeah, it's absolutely destroyed. Yeah, but fuck it. For them, 
But don't go in fucking yeah, they're just gonna shovel go in the nice, out spots. Well, here, sir, here's a, you need a good spot cut here. Here's let me fire up the sod cutter. That would have been fucking great. Yeah. The super, you know, yeah. the superintendent on the sees radio. it and he's like, "Hey, Dude, Steve, this isn't gonna translate." Well you and pot. Johnny go grab that sod cutter and go buzz a fucking trail right through him. There's be like, "Here you go, sir." Dude's on the back of the range with the radio on the maintenance team with like a fucking yeah. sun hat. You just no left, left. This guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell him to bring bring in the sod cutter. Dude's yeah. on TV. Yeah, on his radio. Talk. Bringing in the sod cutter. Just roll them in and be like, hey, yeah. sir, let me buzz this out for you nice yeah. and clean so we can replace it. Oh, dude, one time I was at the range working on a head at my first place. And we're working on the head, like probably 175 yards from the tee, probably six people on the driving range. Stop the cart. Me and, you know, to block yeah, to us. Block me and us, the irrigator yeah. to stop this fucking leak. And all of a sudden, just balls are bombing in. So I call a dude. I'm like, I call this other dude. I'm like, just go up to the range for me. I was like, which one of these dudes up there is bombing balls at us like a three-year-old? Because they're all there's no teenagers yeah. up there, and it'd be like, I'm like, turn your radio all the up and just stand by. The, is it that guy right there? But you're standing by. Is he the one hitting balls at us? Yeah. Like so, so it's you can hear him. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Like, and it stopped. Yeah. Like what are you doing, man? I don't have a helmet on. Mm-hmm. I don't have any. Like I'm not protected. Yeah. So you're just shelling balls at me. I start shelling them back at you. I it's, think how funny yeah, it is. You're going to walk in. Pull out the eight iron. That's in yeah. my He's going to walk in the pro shop. They're it. hitting balls at me. You're hitting them at me, man. I mean, the people are fucking they're fucks. unreal. And that's the. Golfers I'll are always fucks. say it's golfers are fucked up, man. Golfers are just legitimately fucked up. I need them every day in my life. But Jesus Christ. Screw your fucking it's head. Enti- on it's an entitlement. I paid my money. Yeah, I'm gonna bang balls at these dudes. I'll ask again. I probably was about a year ago right now that I asked last year. Anybody doing a fucking that isn't a psychology program that's going in to do their thesis? Let's do it on what happens to the brain when you grab your fucking clubs in the garage because it something happens. Everybody does. Me and you do. Our brain goes nice. Going out to hang with the boys. We're gonna fucking have some beers. We're gonna play some golf. We're gonna talk some shit and gamble. There are other people that are just like I am gonna be an absolute bitch today I'm gonna and i'm gonna bitch about everything, everything. yeah exactly uh whether they like it or not the water wasn't cold enough the greens weren't fast yep. enough the hot dog bun was white i paid 79 dollars and it's like oh yeah stay but keep home. coming back yeah exactly. now i say stay home you say keep coming back and i'll <laughs> say later stay pissed see you guys love me mom and dad <laughs> <laughs>